Um, and I think they've just got to get rid of the the body. Yeah, the body and the face are the, the, obviously two <laughs> two big problems with the, the Keep body. the teeth, keep the spines, put the rest in a skip. Bottom up episode thirteen. Unlucky for some, but not for you. Indeed, no, not for me. And oh, well, for... I was talking to the listeners. Oh, sorry. Because they get this <laughs> wonderful show. Well, yeah, because I can't see you. We're not in the same room. So when you say you, I don't know if you you mean you know. I was sort of the looking on me. in the audience direction. Oh, okay, okay. Which direction is that? Um, left. Left, and I'm right. Okay, you're right. Fine. Yeah, absolutely. Bear that in mind. Yeah. Um, I'm Tibbs. Yeah, you're Tibbs. I'm Ollie. And together. Our powers combined, we are mm. put them up. Indeed, indeed. So what's up? Uh, what's up? Yeah, not much. Been busy, you know, all sorts of stuff going on. But I have managed to do a little bit of gaming uh, here and there, I suppose. Um, managed to finish Spider Man. Oh, of all. excellent! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good, very good game. Uh, some really nice final bosses in it at the end. Nice sort of ending. Um, kind of hints that there might be a sequel, which I'd be all, all for. Think, I'd be very surprised like if there wasn't. Yeah, I know. It's a really popular game, so I think... Um, but yeah, well-deserved. I haven't done any of the extra sort of side missions or anything like that. I haven't really had time, but um, maybe one day I'll go back to them because they look quite interesting. I was going to say, are they sort of interesting side missions or are they sort of Assassin's Creed go pick up 10 million feathers type missions? There's an awful lot of collectibles and stuff to do, yeah. Um, I think there's a, there's a few like proper side sort of missions where you talk to people and then, you know, do a, sort of like a little story and there's like DLC and stuff so yeah I might look into that at some point oh cool I did find myself once I finished it I kind of like okay I want to move on to something else but there was a part of me that kind of still wanted to carry on playing you know so yeah sign of a good game I yeah think. definitely mm. so after that I moved on to uh, starting Iconoclasts really really nice it's um it's a 2D pixel art uh, sort of Metroidvania uh, puzzle platformer kind of thing um, you play as uh, a character called Robin, who's a uh, mechanic in in kind of this um, this kind of world that's been taken over by kind of a, a religious cult, where you kind of assign you know roles to to all the people rather than letting you pick your own career path. And she's a mechanic; she wants to do mechanic career, but she's not allowed. So um, yeah, there's kind of a, a sort of a, 
a quite a serious kind of storyline to it. Hmm. It's kind of juxtaposed with the the sort of the, the visuals and the kind of game that you're playing, but it kind of gets in the way a little bit. But other than that, it's a really really good kind of um, platformer, really. Ah, oh, brilliant. Um, she's got a large wrench which she she can swing at enemies and um, swing off of things and, and uh, trigger doors to open and stuff like that. So it's a lot of um, a lot of puzzle mechanics and things. You know, you'll go into a, an area and there's a locked door, so you have to go on this sort of side route to open the door. You know, do these various things and yeah. um, really some really really good bosses actually. Some really good like 16-bit style bosses, very very sort of energetic. You know, kind of um, really really good stuff. So yeah, oh, I'd recommend excellent. that. I'm not not too far into it. I'm, I think it's about a ten-hour game. I, thought, I think I've done about three or four hours, but so far, really, really good. Yeah, oh, brilliant. I'd recommend it. Yeah, and that's the I've got that on physical as well. Uh, limited run one. Yeah, I've I've got it on PSN. I think I've got it on PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll check that out definitely. Yeah, I'd recommend it definitely. Um, but for the last week or so, I've been playing uh, Team Sonic Racing. Uh, I was going to ask if you'd pick that up. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually um, pre-ordered it from a, a website called The Game Collection, mm. and uh, that was for the cheapest price I could see it for. It was twenty-five quid, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. They did and some good not only that, but um, it arrived like three days early before oh, really? release wow. Yeah, I know. It's brilliant. I'm going to pre-order from them again. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I've yeah, heard it's... mixed things about it. Okay. I haven't played it myself yet, so I'll, I'll mm. you know, I can't really weigh in on that side of things. But I, I've, I've various reviewers whose opinions i i tend to put some some weight on and they some of them say good some of them say no no one said it's outright bad i think the worst no. i've heard said about it is it's just all right yeah i think i i think that's that's a fair opinion i think it depends what way you look at it really because in one way it's not as good as sonic transformed i don't think in general mm. Um, it just doesn't have that kind of. Um, I mean, the Transformed had so such good, you know, tracks. The, the course design was amazing. The way some of the laps would change, you know, and take you on a different route after yeah. the first lap. Um, just like the the breadth of like Sega IP and the the variety of level themes and stuff doesn't really have that. And obviously the transforming vehicles, but it's still a, a really fun racer at the end of the day. Hmm. Um, it's got obviously it lives and dies by this this team mechanic, and for the most part, I think it works really well. Um, even in even when you've got AI controlled teammates, um, they tend to sort of stay with you. You know, they don't you don't find that they lag too far behind. So it's kind of I think they've done a lot of sort of balancing with you know keeping the AI in touch with you, and it's good fun with a second player as well. I think the way, the way it works is you've got uh, rather than you play, you race individually, you've got uh, teammates of three, so it's you and two others. And obviously, the the winner is dictated by the overall kind of position that your your team gets. Yeah. So if you're if you're way out in front of your teammates and far behind, you'll probably lose. You know, so you've got to think about your teammates as well. And you can sort of um, give power ups to each other as well. Can't that's you? right. Yeah, it's really good because um, they've they've got the good idea of if you give a power up, they will then get three of them. Oh right, okay. So rather than one missile, they'll get three. So it really kind of incentivizes. It makes sense to just share all the time really to be honest um so yeah i think for that that works pretty well i mean compared to sort of previous attempts say like the sonic riders series for instance they what they did was they introduced a lot of crazy ideas to try and mix it up and make it seem a bit different but it ended up looking being like really kind of confusing i think this this isn't that confusing as well it's, it kind of sits nicely nicely in there really you know it's um it doesn't get in the way really you're still you're still kind of racing you just keep an eye on their positions 
Um, and you, that's it really, other than that, it's just a, a standard racing game, but it's, it kind of adds that extra element to it, kind of a strategic element to it, which is, um, it works really well, I think. Yeah. Mm. Have you done much online play with it, or? I haven't, no. Okay. No, just the single player. But, um, yeah, it's got, like the previous games, it's got a really good single player kind of option, like the mission-based kind of thing. Mm. A lot of variety in those, in the kind of challenges that it gives you, like, you know, you'll have uh, targets to destroy as you go around and in one case and like, you know, drifting challenges and stuff like that. It's the kind of thing that I wish they do more of in the Mario Kart series, but yeah. the, this series does it really well. So is it is it got like an, a, a sort of adventure mode or is it just like challenges? Is it like it's, a uh, yeah, like Crash Team, Diddy Kong kind of adventure mode? or Not really, no. Not, not in the, the sense of a hub world. Okay. It's basically a series of missions. There are sort of story elements in there, but they're not they're not that common within it really it's mostly just a sequence of missions um but yeah it's quite well done yeah um it's yeah. quite cheap as well isn't it like oh, yeah i mean as i say only got... it's only like 25 pound yeah i mean normal price is about 30 i think so mm. you know it's um it's more of a budget title i think yeah. So it's yeah it's worth looking into i'd like a bit more variety in in terms of the tracks yeah i think um there's 21 which is good amount but they're only based on like seven different kind of themes mm. um and even then some some of them are just straight from the previous two games, like like the same tracks, which oh, is kind really? of disappointing, really. Yeah, I know Mario uh, Kart does that, but it's a bit different when you've when you're taking like a SNES track or an N sixty four track and sprucing it up. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's not quite the same thing. You know, um, yeah, so that's a bit disappointing. Uh, the music is is kind of a mixed bag. There's some nice remixes of established Sonic themes in there. It's even got like um, Sandopolis from Sonic and Knuckles, which is a really good one. But uh, the the more, the more sort of original tracks, they're kind of hit and miss. As you go into the game, you know, some of them are a bit better than others. But early on, they're kind of, they're sort of um, quite sort of generic kind of rock, quite forgettable, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know, if maybe I just haven't heard them enough yet. But yeah, a little, a little bit disappointing there. But in general, it's a good package. I'm having fun with it. And yeah, yeah I'm a little bit hooked on it, actually, which is, which is good. Oh, I, thought, I mean, that's I thought, a good sign in there. Oh, yeah. The worst thing about a racing game is when you're sort of stuck out in front with miles ahead of everyone else or you're really far behind you just don't yeah. see anyone else. That's not the case at all with this game. It's really kind of... It's, the races are really, really fun because the, the, your your rivals are constantly sort of behind you and it's kind of like a push and pull kind of thing. That it's, it's a lot of sort of jeopardy and whether they're going to overtake you or not. You know, and it's, uh, it's the kind of thing where you get hit by a power-up and like everyone just sort of whooshes past you and it's this... It's, it's always annoying, but you kind of need it in this kind of game mm. to make it interesting. So um, it, it's got that balance really well, I think, so far anyway. You know, so, um, yeah, I'd recommend it. I think it's good. Yeah. You know, I think you, you if you enjoyed Transformed, you have to set your expectations a little bit lower, but it's still, you know, it's made by the same people. It's got the same engine. Um, it's still really good fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed Transformed. I really had I a, did, yeah. a lot of fun with that. So, yeah. I, I was looking forward to this. Not quite enough to to pick it up. Like I said, I didn't have it pre-ordered or anything. Um, I decided to to sort of wait it out and see what the sure. the verdict and stuff was on it. But um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll I'll probably pick it up. I don't know how soon. I'm not sort of in any rush to get it. I don't think. But no. um, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely definitely give it a go when uh when the price is right. Yeah, yeah. It's just a fun little racing game. That's yeah. all it is, really. Mm. Um, I think that's pretty much it for me. What have you been up to? Um, I've played a few bits and pieces. Work has been a bit, a bit coco loco, so I haven't had much time to 
to sort of just sit around and, and play games, unfortunately. Um, mm. I played a bit of... I don't know if I mentioned it last time, because I might have started it last time, but didn't really put much time into it. Um, Oxen Free. Um, um, I know the name. I'm it's not like an indie kind of adventure, 2D side-scrolly adventure okay. game um, where these kids go to an island, to this sort of uh, uninhabited island, um, to have a party on the beach, and they end up opening a portal to a, a dimension where some entities tend to cross over and cause havoc and mm. um it's sort of about going about solving the the mystery of what these entities are and where they've come from and things like that it's pretty good it's pretty good um i can't say i'd i'd recommend everyone rush out and get it uh but if you see it going cheap uh, it, was, it was in a sale recently on the um either the e-shop or the the playstation store and it was it's like mm. 10 pound or something so it's worth it for that it's, it's not bad mm. i think it's about sort of six or seven hours worth of game playing yeah. um what, and it's, what, it's quite interesting this is quite quite a good little game what kind of graphical style is it is it um, pixel art or is it sort of no more... no no it's not pixel art it's kind of Somewhere between sort of, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example of another game that I could point it to. Um, have you ever seen the the double fine game Broken Age? Yes. It's yeah, kind, another one. It's kind of similar to that. It's not identical, okay. but if you imagine that kind of thing, you you be you be on on the right sort of track, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of um, kind of stylized, cartoony. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, am I thinking of the right thing? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That so sounds that, good. Sounds yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. I picked up the remaster of, I don't know what the correct pronunciation is, Lumines or Luminous for Switch, the um, sort of music block matching oh, yeah. game. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty good. Hmm? Um, I mean, if you, it's just a, a remaster of the, the PSP version, really. Um, mm. Not much new, but it's, it's nice. It's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of what else I've been putting the time into. Um, I think most of the other time has just been spent playing our, our little book club uh, game. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to discuss: the Sonic mm. movie. <laughs> yeah. What, what's, yeah. What's your thoughts? Well, there's been some developments since our last episode, hasn't there? Yeah. I think it was shortly after our last episode. I think it was just um, after, yeah. Yeah, the trailer came out. I'm sure Oof. I'm sure we I'm sure we don't need to add anything that anyone <laughs> anyone hasn't said already, but yeah. I mean wow. the main thing though, the surprising thing is that they're um they're 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 redoing it, and redoing the his um character. Yeah. That is surprising actually. Yeah. That's um is there much they can change, though, given the how far well, it is into yeah, development? Well, yeah, this is the now? thing. I mean, yeah, I was reading an article from a, like a VFX uh, specialist who would, was talking about what it would take to change his, his to completely remodel him at this stage, and it yeah. would. I think most of the effort would actually be going into redesigning the character rather than actually animating him in the scenes, apparently, and that process would take about like five or six months in itself, apparently. Okay. Well, they have delayed um, the release a bit now. Haven't they, they have, yeah. Just a few days ago, they announced they delayed it until um, February, mm. Valentine's Day, I think it was. Which, um, first of all, that's kind of an odd movie to go over on a date movie. Would anything? Yeah. 
yeah. kind, of a, kind of a weird time to release it. But I saw it only a couple of months after it was its original release date. So I don't know. I'm not sure it's adding up yet, but yeah, we'll see. Um, there, pure, there is a fit. pure speculation on. on my part, but I mean, from interviews with the director and stuff prior to the, the trailer and being released, mm. um, he did say that Sega weren't entirely happy with the the design of Sonic in the movie. Um, yeah. He had to do a bit of convincing and, you know, they still weren't convinced that it was going to work. I wonder if they've got a backup on standby anyway, if part yeah. of it was, okay, we'll release the trailer, see how it reacts, but if it goes negatively, you know, so if if they've done some of the groundwork for it already, do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting theory. Yeah, there are, I think there has been theories floating around that, that this was all kind of set up from the beginning do you know what i mean as a publicity stunt so. yeah i've heard that i don't know how <laughs> I, much i buy that. I, I think that'd be a huge risk to take yeah. personally but i mean i mean it, I mean, it it's kind of worked really because it had everyone talking about it didn't it yeah it did to it, be fair yeah yeah i mean you know some people could say you know sonic isn't relevant these days but the, the amount of outcry that that movie generated yeah I know. you know is was <laughs> and it just shows how 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 um how much people hold the character close to their heart still, doesn't mm, it? Definitely. Um, yeah, so it's it's a compliment, really. Um, but you know, as, as some as a big Sonic fan myself, you know, I'm I'm sort of I'm always following like the Sonic news and stuff, and, and most of it is just stuff that doesn't you know get reported elsewhere because it's quite specific. And just to see something that is Sonic news and then just goes everywhere, you know, even I think even heard like on the BBC radio show, they were talking about it and like talking to like a Sonic fan about it. Mm. And that's just kind of nuts really is, as a, as yeah, a, as a fan. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the little glimpse we got of Jim Carrier's Dr. Robotic? Um, interesting. An interesting take. Um, I didn't hate it. I thought, no, I, I, didn't, it I, I didn't. I didn't hate it. No, I think, I think he'll be pretty good in it. Um, I think he's well cast for it. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of a return to his sort of 90s kind of roles, isn't it? Where he's a bit of a zany character. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was really suspicious about it. When they announced Jim Carrey, I was like, really? But when seeing it in action, I kind of get what they were going for. And you kind of get it, yeah. yeah. I would say out of the whole trailer, if I were to sum it all up, that was the only bit I came away not really feeling that negative about. Like, <laughs> you know, that's actually, that could work. I quite like what they're doing with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... um. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I mean, in terms of his look, you know, what 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 would you say would be the number one things to change? Uh, the eyes. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, the a lot eyes, of people, definitely. A lot, a lot of people say the teeth. I'm not actually that bothered by the teeth, personally. Uh, <laughs> I thought the teeth were a little bit freaky, um, but I mean, it's not. I think it just looked a bit uncanny with the rest of his face. That was that yeah. was the thing. Yeah, I think I if think they so. had like a Sonic model. Um, similar to the games, those teeth wouldn't have stood out at all. But I think no. it's just the whole thing. The teeth didn't really work, um, yeah. and I think they've just got to get rid of the the body. Yeah, the body and the face are the, the obviously two <laughs> two big problems with the, with the keep model. the teeth, keep the spines, put the rest <laughs> in the skip. Yeah, I mean, they've got his confi- at least on his head. They've got the configuration of his spikes about right. Yeah. Obviously, he's got a very these these kind of tiny spikes that it's made up of. I kind of get that because you kind of need some sort of texturing there, and it's obviously a part of, in, integral part of the movie where they find these little spines and stuff. So they're not going to change that, I don't think. But I think the eyes definitely because you you know a character, you know a person from their eyes, and those aren't Sonic's eyes. 
So it's very difficult to identify them. They need to get the eyes right. No matter how kind of unusual it looks in the real world, I think it's just got to look, that's just the way it's got to look like. You know, yeah. his eyes are too small and too round at the moment. They've got to be, and the pupils are too round. I mean, you know, the the, the eyes are, on Sonic's eyes, got, Sonic's got huge eyes and he's got oval shaped pupils. And if he doesn't have those, he's not Sonic. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah. When Since when is his fur been electric as well? What's that about? I don't know. I suppose it's just the nature of his running really fast in the real world. I suppose that's just a natural consequence. But I suppose. I don't know. I suppose. I'm not convinced. <laughs> not convinced. The, what was the other thing that bothered me with it as well? Oh, the rings. Like, turning into little portals. and. Yeah, what's that about? Out. That seemed a bit weird, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, really sure. Yeah. Although to be fair, the big rings in um, Sonic Three and Knuckles—they're portals. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But they go to the, they go to the special zone, don't they? They don't send you they to do, like yeah. Los Angeles or wherever. <laughs> no, no, not not any Sonic game I've played. No. 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 But still, I mean, it could be good. Could be good. Um, other yeah. Sonic news. Mm. Um, have you heard that unreleased music that was discovered from Sonic Two? Oh yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. What are your um, thoughts? Did I hear? Hang on, did I hear that? Am I thinking of something else? Hang on, just a little while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. What they released? Oh yes, yes, yes. I know what you mean. The the guy. It was like a lecturer, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Um. Yeah, he was playing it. I didn't. Um. He did I, like. He I, released like five seconds of it, but he's since come out and released a whole track because of how how much people were sort of showing interest in it. Oh, I didn't hear that at all. I oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. The whole yeah, thing. That's out embarrassing. Me telling me saying I'm on the pulse with Sonic News <laughs> and you could just come out with one I didn't even hear about it. I don't know don't know where I was when that came out. Uh, oh, well I recommend give it give it a listen then um and yeah. and see what you think. It's, it's it's a really interesting little bit of uh just sort of development uh insight into the game, isn't there really? I yeah, think. yeah. I mean I that's, can't really that's... I'm I have trouble imagining where it would fit within Sonic Two and you know, mm. what it was originally planned for and it's yeah, it's it's interesting. Okay, I'll give that a listen. Yes, no, I saw the thing where he was um yeah, he was doing like a presentation about something and he kind of unveiled a little snippet of it. Um yeah, it's always good to hear to to hear unreleased music from, especially you know, with something that's so well researched as Sonic Two. You know, there's so much kind of material left on the cutting room floor that people have found. Yeah, definitely. Um, but not much music other than the famous Hidden Palace. The one. Hidden Palace, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, that'd be really interesting to listen to. After yeah. I would, out, yeah. I would say I heard about it on a, a YouTube channel called uh, Badnik Mechanic. Um, okay. I would recommend anyone check it out. If you're into Sonic, it's a really interesting channel just about sort of Sonic history and things. He did um, a whole sort of little series of videos on this um, Sonic the Hedgehog statue that was found in the sort of country woods in Japan. Stuck to oh, some yeah, I've, I've read about this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really interesting little channel. So if any, any, mm. any listeners are sort of into Sonic, uh, Badnik Mechanic. Uh, I'll go check that out later, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Cool. Um, any other gaming news that we need to discuss? Um, I don't think I was trying to think about this earlier. It's, um, I can't think of anything that caught my attention really. Obviously, we've got E three next month. Yes. It uh, sneaks up on you again. Um, anything you're looking forward to there? Um, I don't know really. Um, hopefully, we'll find out a bit more about the PS five. I'm quite interested in. Yeah, we're starting to. That get trickles about it do you think yeah. they'll full-on announce it this e3 or or not i don't know if they'll full-on announce it 
Mm. Um, I think we'll probably just get a, a little bit more information sort of leaking out from sort of press briefings and things like that. But um, it's just really interesting and really reassuring to hear that they're, they're fully supporting physical media on the PS5. Yeah. Um, especially yeah, with good. Xbox's move to, you know, releasing an Xbox One without a disk drive. Um, yeah, the sad. The sad. Yeah. Mm. Sad face. Man alive. Um, mm. Mind you, when you see... Um, people releasing like physical games of indie games and stuff. There's never an Xbox One version, is there? No, there's not, funny enough. <laughs> I don't know why. No, there's really not. I don't there? know if there's any like licensing issues or something, but there never is. I That's don't think I've ever seen point. one. Yeah. So they, yeah, they've just packed it in completely, I think. Um, I think there might have been... That rings a bell. Wasn't there some sort of exclusivity thing with Xbox where if people release it on Xbox, they had to make it exclusive to them for a certain amount of time or... I can't oh, remember really? now. I'm, I'm going to have to check this, but I'm sure there was going way back. I'm sure there was. They upset a lot of indie developers by demanding exclusivity to the Xbox platform. Mm. Wonder if that might have something to do with it. But um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So apparently, the the PlayStation Five is going to be um, supporting physical media and uh, streaming as well. So they are throwing their hat into the streaming ring as a. You know, oh, okay. it's a main main method of distribution, which is a little bit. But as long yeah. as they have physical as a well, they're you know, they're back in both horses, really. There aren't they? I think. I mean, I think it's a difficult one, isn't it? I suppose. But I mean, they've they've kind of got to do it because that seems to be the way everything's heading, especially with Google and everything. So they've got to oh, be competitive. Yeah. And they've yeah, and they've spent all the money on the streaming technology. So I suppose you know. Yeah, they might as well use it. They've yeah. got to use it for something. Yeah, but at least they've got still got the physical media. That's really good. Um, yeah. That's really. I think that will help indie developers continue to, you know, make uh, physical releases, which is really, really good. I mean, um, I said this way back when uh, on live was a thing. Yeah. Um, I think streaming really has a place for um, demos. Um, mm. Maybe not yeah. as a, a way of you know distributing full games and purchasing games, but if you could just play, you could stream the first thirty minutes of any game, you know. Yeah, I think that would that's a really good use. For that it. would that would work. Yeah, yeah, that, I'd, that be, would work. I'd be well into that. But yeah, because uh, yeah, I mean, I've said before, demos are a great thing. You know, they, there's really no reason not to release a demo. I don't know why there isn't a demo of everything. Yeah, you know, I agree. Because it's just such an easy way to to know if you want to buy the game or not. Yeah, you know? definitely. And if you think back in the day when we used to get demo discs. Mm. There were demos for all the major releases back then, they were, and yeah. they had to print them on physical media and distribute them. All mm. of that overhead is gone now. You, yeah, just, exactly. So it's even easier. It's now. easier yeah. than ever. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm just annoyed by the, the how few games are bothered to make a demo because you know the amount of times I can't tell you how many games I've you know bought on the back of enjoying the get demo purely. Mm. You know, I didn't know anything about it. I would I would download the demo, have have a good time with it, and buy it. Yeah. You know, and if they hadn't released a demo, I wouldn't have done it. So it's it, it just back boggles me why there isn't a demo of everything. Um, oh, just yeah. going back, I remember what other what other game I got. Um, I I buckled <laughs> and bought a hat in time. Bought hang time. A hat in time. Oh, a hat in time. Yes. Oh, did you? Oh, okay, cool. I've only played it for about half an hour, so I can't really give a verdict on it yet. But um, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I just I I thought I want to play it, and there <laughs> doesn't seem to be. I have to Google in for a bit. There's no 
concrete plans that I could find for a physical release on the horizon. So I thought yeah, I'd just get it while it's cheap. And it's, yeah, it's a it's a popular game. I don't know why. I, I I I think they will at some point, but I don't know why they're taking the time about it. Well, I mean, there's so many sort of indie publishers out there now. You know, mm. doing limited releases. I'm sure one of them would happily put out a game like that. They know oh, it's going to make money. You know. But... Yeah, I mean, they put out the the, the sort of the the smallest kind of games. You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, like full on, really. you know, limited edition releases, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, a hat in time. Yeah, it, look, it looks amazing. I, I really want to play it. But <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, um, I'm sure there's some really major gaming news or, or some happening that we're that we're we're missing here, but um, I yeah. can't think of any. So, should we move on to our our book club? Yes, finally. The uh, we're we're doing Undertale this we this are. month. We are your your uh, your choice. It's been your choice for a little while now. It's um, it has it's come it's, up, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let's take a break then. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, be sure to join us. Yeah. And yes, Undertale. Um, I think I just before we go to the break, um, mm. we were when we were arranging what time to record and stuff, and um, talking about setting up the recording date i did mention whether we should slacken our rule on spoilers because generally we don't do any spoilers when we talk about the games um but i think undertale is one of those games where it's it's going to be really difficult to discuss it without doing any spoilers of any kind yeah um so i think we'll try and avoid any any huge I think story spoilers i think most of the story we can edge around for the most part i think but yeah, there's a lot of mechanics in there that sort of come about as you get further into the game, and, and I, I would like to talk about them. So. Yeah, I, I would as well. So I think we should, before we go to the break, we'll just give you a minor spoiler, a spoiler warning. A spoiler warning. A spoiler warning. We'll give you a spoiler warning. Um, it's only going to be minor things, it, nothing that should spoil your enjoyment of the game. No. Um, but yeah, just tread carefully from this point onwards. Mm. Okay. We'll be back after this. Bye.
And we're back, and our book club pick is what we're discussing now. Uh, this month's choice was Undertale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an RPG uh, made by, almost entirely made by uh, one guy, Toby Fox. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, I played it a little while ago, and... It, re- it just clicked with me straight away. I really, uh, all the time I was playing it, I said it on the last show as well. It really struck me as if there was such a thing as a pod 'em up game, I think yeah. this would be a pod 'em up game. Yeah. Um, so I was quite eager for, for Ollie to play it. So, uh, having now played it, um, mm. what did you think? I thought it was brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I thought it was, uh, yeah, very entertaining, right, you know, right to the very end, I think. Um, it's just, it's. It's an RPG that really tries to shake up the the rule book, really, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, it really plays with your expectations of what an RPG, you know, is. Yeah, and it's really funny as well. Yeah. It's just it's just full of humour um, and full of great characters and really touching as well. Definitely. And, you know, really kind of emotional at points. I was surprised by that, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, I mean, I really didn't know much about it going in. Um, Partly because of your recommendation not to not to look up too much and about it, and it's, in a way, it's a shame that we're doing this podcast about it because really the best way of experiencing this game is to go in as fresh as possible. It really is. In so, fact, I would say if anyone is curious, um, you know, because this is a podcast, it's not live. Go yeah. play it, and then come back, and you can listen to us discuss it then. It kind of is better to do it that way. So in a way, maybe we should fill it with spoilers with the whole game, but no, nah, yeah. <laughs> We'll try. We'll, we'll try not to. We'll just. We'll take it easy, and we'll, we'll just see how how it progresses naturally. If we yeah, veer yeah. into spoiler territory, we'll we'll give people a warning. But yeah, you know, I, as um, I said, as we said, I think we can avoid kind of most story spoilers because I mean, to be fair, as we'll get into at the moment, there's there's still bits of it that I haven't. Although I have completed it, there are. It becomes apparent after became apparent to me afterwards that there was more to the story than what I'd covered. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, to be fair, there's still some some things that I don't want spoiled for me as well. So, you know, it's a, it's it's, a, it's an awkward position. Well, not an awkward position, but a difficult position to be in. But we'll 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 soldier through. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, uh you play a character who has falling into falling into the world of monsters there's mm. two worlds where the the world where the humans live and an underworld where all the monsters have been banished to mm-hmm. and you found your way into there and you want to get out basically that's how that's how the story's set up yeah. um we don't really know much about the character is is it a girl is it I to be don't... a girl I don't think it's ever established no I don't think it is it kind of looks she got kind of a girl girl's haircut yeah i would say but yeah whether it is a girl or not or whether that's just the haircut the haircut of that civilization of humans i don't know but no. yeah I, I thought of it as a girl but we don't other than that we well we don't know anything about the character really other than that they've stumbled into this kind of underworld basically. and you're you are greeted in the underworld by flowey the flower yeah who is is not as he first appears, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> so, I think that's. Did you fall? Or how, how did? Not did you fall for it, but how how did your first encounter with Flowey go? Um, a little bit terrifying, to be honest. Whenever I encountered the the, the character, I was mildly terrified. Um, especially later on. Did you fall um, for his love pellets? I. 
I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, he's a little flower who um, welcomes you in, and and um, I can't remember what he says now, to be honest. But yeah, he he kind of seems like he's he's kind of a lovable tutorial character. But then he turns out to be pretty much the most evil character I've ever seen yeah. in my life ever, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and he attempts to kill you, and you're saved by... Um... He, f- he fires little bullets at you, but he tells them that you have to collect them because they're love pellets. Oh, yeah, that's right, yes. that's <laughs> <laughs> That old trick, yeah. But yeah, you're saved um, by uh, a sort of a, a motherly character. Um what was her name? Toriel. Toriel, that's right. I think yeah. she's a goat, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I thought she was sort of a large rabbit kind of character. Could be a rabbit. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're all kind of monsters. They all kind of look like kind of creatures, but they're sort of, yeah, kind of uh, monstery kind of people. Um, and she's kind of your tutorial character for the early part of the game, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say the art style is, is an interesting choice, isn't it? It is because yeah. it's a it's a ve- it's a pixel art. It's very, um, what's the word? I don't know. Not not great. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 almost sort of it's it's kind of deliberately kind of um, lo-fi. Lo-fi. Yeah. Very basically, if I were to make a game and do the pixel art, it'd be kind of look kind of like this. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I'm okay. I'm not a great pixel artist. So, but I don't know if it's if that's down to the Toby Fox's capabilities or if it's deliberate. I think it's definitely a deliberate yeah, style I think choice. So. Yeah, because it, it's almost it's almost like you know he's drawn a sprite in about ten minutes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To be fair, I mean, I, I because I, I I like it. I think it works with the game, and I think it, if it looked any better, it would look wrong. Yeah, to, definitely. Yeah, you know if, I mean? if it if it was if you sort of scaled it up to sort of sixteen bit Final Fantasy mm. um, Chrono Trigger type sprites and that level of artwork, I don't really. I think it would lose something from that. I think the, the I think sort of would, the charm yeah. and its simplicity. Yes, it, it it as soon as you see it, you you immediately know that this is a game that well, in a way it does take itself seriously, but it it it's it's very kind of humorous. Yeah. yeah. I read on Wikipedia that one of his inspirations of all things was Mr. Bean. Did you did you read? <laughs> yeah, there's a quite a lot on Wikipedia. It's quite good because he it, it sort of goes through a lot of ideas about um you know Toby didn't doesn't like this kind of idea so he does this. He, he doesn't like these kind of things that you normally see in RPGs so mm. he kind of subverts it and all this kind of thing and says lists some of his inspirations. I can't remember the games that he was inspired by but one of them was Mr. Bean uh the TV show, the British TV show. Um, which is quite, I can kind of see it, not directly, but kind of, it's got that kind of element of kind of almost British humour to it, like it sort does. of self-deprecating kind of. Yeah, I was going to say there's there's one particular sort of goofy, incompetent character who does. Yeah. He, he is quite Mister Beanish thinking about. Yes, it. yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. So I can kind of see that. Yeah, it was, it's just quite an interesting thing because you don't often see see Mister Bean pop up in reference to like, you know gaming anything. inspirations do you in anything yeah, yeah exactly it's quite odd um but yeah it's, it's, so the, the the game kind of sets out its style very early on and kind of its sort of level of humor as well i think hmm. Hmm. i think it's not it doesn't go into spoiler territory um to say this because this is something that's mentioned on the actual steam 
store page and all the sort of places you buy is in the description. Hmm. Um, nobody has to die in Undertale. Um, yeah. So it's funny. Go on. Yeah. So you don't actually have you know when the battles occur, um, you don't have to to kill anyone. And depending on on how you approach the battles, whether you kill people or whether you don't kill people. Um, will really significantly alter the course of the story. Yes, I I didn't get this to <laughs> to begin with, or <laughs> indeed or indeed to end with, because I mean I, uh, it, it tells you early on. Um, Toriel explains that I think she explains that you shouldn't kill them. You should like talk to them and show them mercy and stuff. Yeah, and uh, you when you when you're battling, you have uh, I think it's four options, isn't it? It's um, fight act which is like usually like talk to them and then mm. your items and then mercy yeah so if you do mercy i think do you have to beat them down a bit first uh, depending do mercy on, usually? yeah depending on the characters usually you have to you have to weaken them a bit before you'll be able yeah. to use so mercy you have on them. you have to engage in combat but you don't have to finish finish them off if they're weakened a bit kind of it's a, i guess it's a bit like pokemon where you kind of got to weaken them and then throw a pokeball to capture them i suppose actually no i don't think you always have to attack them i think you can just talk your way out of it okay i think yeah. you, you can i think it is possible to do it without without actually attacking okay it, yeah it's funny cuz you said it was it was made clear on all the you know steam pages and everything that, about this and it's it, they introduced the concepts you know early on toriel talks about it but i didn't really take that seriously <laughs> i i just kind of uh, i thought that went along with the kind of subversive kind of humor that it was going for oh yeah you don't have to attack them it's like oh yeah okay fair enough and then just kind of continued to like beat the hell out of everyone basically <laughs> without even realizing that it was kind of a viable thing to do like obviously like i knew that those options were there but i thought they were kind of just you know i don't know i just thought that oh I... well i certainly didn't realize it would change the course of the game as much as it does did you so kill toriel i didn't kill toriel no. oh good no no i didn't um i didn't stoop that like you know certain boss characters that you kind of build a rapport with before you actually fight them i don't think i necessarily killed them all I don't know if we could have been friends if you did. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of, I, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like, although Toby Fox created this to be, you know, a different kind of RPG where you don't have to kill everyone, and that's kind of the point. Hmm. I feel like he kind of wanted you to go through killing people first and then maybe play it again without doing it, which is probably exactly what I'm going to do because I played through this game the whole way first. Um, Definitely, I mean. By, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 story. If you don't do it both ways, then mm. you don't get the full. There's aspects of the story that you can only get by doing it a certain way, and there's yeah. other aspects that you only get by doing it the other way. So to get yeah. the full experience, yeah, he, he definitely wanted you to do you know each way. I think. Yeah, I think so. And I've I've done it the first way, which is kill everything. And I think at some point I'm definitely going to play this again and do it the way he intended. Um, <laughs> to see because i've got um because when i when I, I don't want to go too far into the ending i don't want to talk about it but the ending that i got felt inconclusive to me mm. and i thought there's got to be more to this game and i looked up a bit and i kind of got a sense from some youtube videos that there was obviously a lot more scenes that you could get by doing it the other way so i'm going to go and do that at some yeah. point i think definitely so yeah that i mean that's that alone is a very interesting kind of concept i know rpgs often do like multiple endings and different and different things like that but i don't know this one 
yeah i think you i mean you get very, the the I say there's a lot of humour in it, but there's a lot of touching elements as well, and you get quite attached to some of these characters. You do, yeah. Um, and yeah, to to want it makes it makes you want to go and get that proper ending. I yeah, think, definitely. Because mm. I mean, the the two ways of well, there's there's three ways that that are accepted of playing it, which is the the neutral run where you will you attack some people, spare others. Um, there's a pacifist run where you don't kill anyone, and then there's a, the genocide run where you kill everything. Right. Um, I definitely didn't kill everything, uh, so I must, guess I'm technically neutral. Yeah, you must have got the the, the neutral. Then. So you literally have to spare everyone to get the the pacifist and kill everyone to get the genocide. Is that right? To to get the pacifist to get the true pacifist ending, you have to spare everyone. Mm. And then you have to reload your save, and it will you unlock a few extra scenes, and then you get the true ending. Right, I see. So you you do have to go sort of back and forward and and do a few things, but there's yeah some characters will only tell you what's going on from their point of view on the genocide run. There's one there's one particular fight. I don't know if you would have encountered it on the neutral run because I, mm. I I can't remember. Um, but the, yeah, there's, there's to really understand what's going on and why certain characters act the way they do, you only find out on the genocide run. But the thing is, once you've got attached to these characters, the the very idea of doing a genocide run and just killing <laughs> yeah. them all is just really uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know? Yes, it is a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Perhaps do that first. But even then, you're getting. <laughs> I don't know if I could kill some of these characters. Um. Yeah, I mean, we should say, obviously, we're talking about multiple playthroughs here. We're not talking about the average length of an RPG, which is about 40 hours. We're talk- This this is about a six, seven-hour game? It's about six or seven hours, yeah. yeah. So I think, we- you know, if you wanted to see it, you know, even if you played through it like three times, yeah, it's, it's nowhere near the, the length of a full RPG. Yeah, and that was refreshing for me because, you know, I find a lot of RPGs are like sort of outstay their welcome a bit yeah. that kind of length you know there's a, there's a lot that they could have cut out and I wouldn't be too bothered about it um so this this definitely doesn't outstay its welcome I think uh, you know it's it's a it's a really good length for an RPG actually yeah. and I kind of wish there was more shorter RPGs like this yeah definitely because I mean it it tells a it tells a really good story yeah there's some you know there's some side bits and pieces to get into if you want to but it's still it doesn't it doesn't waste your time. It doesn't. There's no, no it doesn't at all. There's no there's, busy work in there. There's no fetch quests just to yeah. add out the length. You know, it yeah. Just, there's no grinding either. No, there's not. Not at all. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So speaking of characters. Yeah. Uh, who was your favourite character? Because I I've got an idea who I think it might be, but I, <laughs> I'd be interested to see if I was right. Um, early on, I had one particular favourite character. Was it Papyrus? Yeah. Ha <laughs> <Yes>, That was <laughs> that was initially my favorite. Well, let's talk about him first. Okay. And Sans, because they're um, two brothers, aren't they? Two yeah. skeleton brothers. Um, Sans is kind of he pops up quite a lot in the game, um, and he's kind of a, quite a, sort of a laid back kind of younger. Is he the younger brother? He's shorter, I think he's, anyway. he strikes me as a younger brother. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he he loves playing jokes on his older brother. Who takes things a lot more seriously than he does, um, and he kind of guides you a lot of the time, you know. Um, but his uh, his older brother, Papyrus, is um, he's great because he <laughs> he's he wants to try and capture you basically, 
um, in order to prove his worth as um, in, in in the royal guard to to, to show you to the the king, basically, uh, which is part of the story. But we won't go too far into that. I don't think. Um, and he's he's kind of useless in a very endearing way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and it kind of goes along with the IP, uh, the RPG tropes that this game kind of sends up because he constantly wants to throw like puzzle rooms at you and they all kind of fail for they various all, yeah. different reasons. <laughs> My favorite one is where he's just you just go into a room and he's left a printed out sheet in the middle of the room and it's just got a child's word search in it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so good. Yeah, it's great. You don't even actually have to do it either. No. You just pick it up. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, uh, and there's there's a, the other one where the, it was um, there's loads of coloured panels on the floor, and they all do different things, and yeah. it all just gets ridiculously complicated. Like if you go to the green one, the monster appears. If you go to the red one, you go back a few squares, and there's like about twenty different colours, <laughs> and it just completely fails as soon as you step on it. I think doesn't it? Yeah, the machine breaks. <laughs> yeah, the machine breaks. <laughs> yeah, it's and, great. Um, yeah, and you do fight him. Um, and yeah, you can if you if you spare him, you're you're then his his friend, and you get to go to his his bedroom where he's got a race car bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's and, great! Um, I love yeah. it. But yeah, to, to sort of because obviously you can't. We're talking about him, and you haven't if you haven't seen him, he's basically a very a sort of a tall, kind of imposing, kind of skeleton-looking kind of guy in this sort of suit of armor. So it's great to have that kind of intimidating look assigned to such a sort of a bumbling kind of yeah. <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they contrast really well as well. Um, like yeah. the, the dynamic between Papyrus and Sans. Yeah. Um, you know, Sans is just so laid back. It's just like really go with the flow. Nothing seems to... He's not fussed about anything really. He just sort of takes it all in his stride. Mm. And Papyrus is all uptight and worked up and competent and they're just really they're just really well-rounded characters it's a great double act isn't it it's a great sort of brotherly relationship that they have as well it's um you know they they they're sort of they don't get on but they you know you kind of tell that they're you know together you know you know they they, they mean something to each other yeah yeah so they're great characters um but as you progress further into the game you 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 find a character that I liked. I think I liked even more, and that is um, Metaton. I I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> the uh, the robot that was initially made for entertainment, but then um, becomes completely deranged, <laughs> and uh, you fight him in a, ser- a series of kind of TV based scenarios. Yeah. First of all, is a battle, which is basically a quiz show in which he asks you impossible questions, and uh, your health keeps depleting. Um, and then, and then it's a cookery, the cookery show, show, isn't it? A cookery show in which he gets you to. Um, oh, he wants to cook you, but then he's convinced that it would be better to get um, human souls substitute uh, meat for uh, for vegan for vegan friendly substitute human meat, basically. Yeah. And you have to go and get that for him. And um, yeah, he's just—it's hard to describe because, but I think it's just his dialogue. He's just. He's brilliant because he takes himself seriously as a kind yeah. of a quiz show host and a kind of a TV person, and then he's just—I don't know—he's just completely deranged, basically. Yeah, he's just just really evil, yeah. and he just loves being evil. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just takes great delight in being evil. That's right. Yeah, he's obsessed with things like ratings and stuff, and it's just—it's just so 
so weird to just have this character in the context of an RPG, you know. Yeah. Uh, again, it's just it constantly kind of sends up the genre, really, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, there's a really, there's a really neat little parody of a famous scene in Final Fantasy VI. In uh, there's a, a opera scene in Final Fantasy VI. Oh right. And there's a scene in um, with Metaton where he's singing and dancing around you, and it's a, a, a complete send-up of that scene <laughs> in Final Fantasy VI, and it's glorious. I love it. Oh right, okay. I'm not familiar. I haven't played Final Fantasy VI. I'm not familiar with that, but. Yeah, I know the scene you mean. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. That, that, I think Metaton's probably my favourite character. I got to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I think so. He's brilliant. Yeah, and I like his because he he's got two forms throughout the game. He, he sort does. Of, yeah, he changes his sort of appearance in the second half. I kind of like him when he's just like a, an oven on wheels. I, that's yes. his original form. That's that's my favourite little form of Metaton. I, I yeah. think he's just he's just great. Yeah, I tell you what, that boss battle was really good, though. The, oh, the last it, it's so good. We need to talk about the the fighting mechanics, unless you want to talk about yes. any other characters first. But we'll if no, you no, do no, that no, first. No, so let's go on to the mechanics. Yeah, because they the, these uh, the fighting mechanics is brilliant. I thought it was so kind of refreshing to have an RPG that is like this because it it's almost well, then basically you've got an attack and a defense, and well, your attack is. You know, you don't have to worry about like elemental power ups, powers, or anything like that. It's basically just um, a moving stick, and you have to hit it at the right time to get a certain amount of attack. Mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of a shortening of that because you know a lot of these different attacks in RPGs are just basically just sort of a you know get a sort of a random amount from them, and it just kind of shortens that the whole thing just to be a, a very simple kind of you know touch at the right moment kind of thing. Yeah, and then when the enemy attacks you it becomes kind of um a, almost like a bullet hell kind of test of evasion yeah of i was worried because i know we were talking about bullet hell shooters before and you were yeah. saying how i think we think we both said that we just don't really get on with them so i was a bit concerned like that might put you off a bit but it, it, i think it, it does it really well in this it game. does it very it does it better than most bullet hell shooters do i would say because it doesn't completely overwhelm you and mm. you don't have to <clears throat> Basically, each time you get hit by something in this mode, you 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 only lose a little bit of health. You don't lose like the whole thing, so it's not impossible. And it's just you get better and better at avoiding these different attacks. Mm. Um, basically, the, I mean, the, the battle system is the battle screen is all kind of black and white. You know, you see you, your character is kind of like this sort of very basic black and white kind of thing, and, and your defense areas takes place in a little box, and you've got a little heart that you can move around freely within this box. And then when they attack, various kind of particles or patterns or shapes will appear inside this box. And if you get hit by them, then you lose a little bit of health. And the variety of, stu- of, of stuff that they throw at you from boss to boss and enemy to enemy it was just brilliant, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many kind of crazy ideas that they put in there, really, really funny ones quite often. And it's just it's constantly kind of giving giving you new stuff and, and new ideas coming in. They they really kind of push the boundaries of what you would expect to be able to do in this this sort of you know quite limited little area really. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it's that like was a lot of games. I think a lot of RPGs. 
you can sometimes think, I just want to get to the next part of the story, and you're constantly yeah. being stopped by the battles and things like that. Yeah, but there I can be a hindrance. Yeah, It can be a hindrance, but with this, you never really quite know what the next oh, battle's going to hold, so it doesn't really... When you get sucked into like a random battle, you think, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not that fussed about this, I want to no. see what's, what's coming up. Yeah, because the, the the random sort of little enemies you encounter are quite humorous as well, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it 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 takes things that are normally quite tedious in an RPG and makes them much much more interesting. I think, and as a general rule of thumb for this game, um, yeah, I just the, the the at one point um, in a later boss, you actually can fire back as well. Can't yes. You? It becomes more of a shoot 'em up kind of thing, and that was really really good as well. Well, they got some really good ideas in that. And yeah, I just that was one of my favorite parts of the game, really that that kind of battle mode mm. and kind of yeah, dodging definitely. things. Because and, and... It, it tweaks it according to like what character you're fighting and things like that. Like um, mm. you mentioned Metaton and his his obsession with ratings. You you that becomes part of the battle in when you fight him. You know, yeah. um, the, the audience ratings and how they're dropping or raising will affect how the battle goes and whether you're winning or losing and it's it, mm. everything is so i don't know that there's it's not just a generic battle that they just drop a different character spray into every battle is tailored to the character that you're facing that's right yeah it's yeah. really really nice yeah yeah like the different the types of particles that you get and the types of objects you get are related to the character that you're seeing mm. and you know they will even like comment on them at times as well like um that when you fight um, Papyrus, he's he he talks about a special attack that he's going to use, and there's um, there's a little dog that steals it basically, isn't it? <laughs> 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 he just runs off with his, ta- his attack. And he says, "Okay, I'll just do four regular attacks." <laughs> it's just that sort of self-reference referential kind of thing where it, it's just it's brilliant. You know, yeah. the whole package is just so so sort of consistent. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's all you can tell. There's one very, very well thought out idea behind the whole thing, and it just all the all of these different things fit together like a big jigsaw puzzle, and it's perfect. You know, yeah, if that I makes any sense. More. Yeah, 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 no, it makes perfect sense. It's 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 amazing that it's been done by. I mean, I know it wasn't just Toby Fox. I know some um, uh, uh, Temi Chang who Temi helped Chang, him with yes. um, some of the sprites, and yeah. um, in the credits, there's, there's more people who helped him with it. But I, it really was a labour of love by Toby, I believe, and yeah. it's just amazing that you know for a first major game because I know he's got a background in sort of doing um, uh, ROM hacks and, mm. and RPG maker type games. That's right, um, but yeah. f- you know, for a first sort of major game that he's put out, it's just a phenomenal mm. achievement, I think. Yeah, it is. I think being a one man band, I think you're more likely to get that kind of complete package in a way because you know, if you're across everything, then you know, you know, all these ingredients and how they fit together. Whereas if you you've got multiple people with multiple opinions, it can be a bit diluted. Mm. So you can kind of see the difference when it's when it is a one man band because sometimes it, the game just kind of makes more sense as a whole you know what I mean yeah mm. uh, there's one other awesome thing about this game that we haven't talked about and that's the music oh this has one of the best soundtracks I've heard in the last 10 years I absolutely agree it's, it, it's just astonishing it's phenomenal especially the boss battle music oh it is fantastic and there's... again he he composed it all as well as doing all the programming and all the, the, the sprites and everything or most of the sprites 
he's he's composed the music as well, and it's really bloody good. I know. And the thing is, one of the best songs in the game, you mm. can't actually hear unless you do the genocide run, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I know the one you mean. I haven't heard it yet because yeah. I want to keep it for myself. Oh, it's it's so good. It's so yeah. so good. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just it's a phenomenal soundtrack. It's so it's just like hit after hit after hit, basically. And, yeah, and, there's yeah, yeah, there's not a bad there's not a bad tune in the bunch. Oh, um, really? No, no. All the character themes suit <clears throat> the characters. You know, they yeah. really they reflect their personalities. They're catchy. Yeah, very it's, catchy. It covers there's sort of orchestral things, there's mm. chip tunes, there's it's just it's just a full package. It's, really, yeah. it's I'm really going to struggle to pick some with w- the best songs to use in in the show. I think. Yeah, I th- <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think we'll we'll have a yeah. It, there's so many good ones. Yeah, I've got a few favorites in mind, but yeah, yeah, we'll just yeah just to try and put put them all over the place. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put one here. You know. I, I, why can't every game have a soundtrack as good as this? I know because catchy is a lot of you know is missing in a lot of games these days. There's mm. a lot to be said for a great catchy tune that's really memorable, and a lot yeah. of game music these days, you know, as much as it will fit the mood really well with the game and everything, a lot of it isn't memorable. And this stuff is so kind of memorable, gets in your head, you know, yeah. and it's. You know, and instantly lovable as well. You can you can get in a boss battle, and this music will be pumping in, and you're immediately into it, and it just makes such a difference to the yeah. whole thing. It makes it so much more enjoyable. There's there's one battle in particular, um, where you use like you're used to the boss battle music, the you know, and the general theme of the music, mm. and there's one battle where you fight a dog, yeah. and the music that comes on just made me absolutely burst out in hysterics. <laughs> I just. <laughs> It's just this little dog, and the music is so fitting for this character. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm struggling to remember it. Um, it's quite early on, isn't it? Yeah. The, the dog area. Yeah, I can't quite remember it, but 
Yeah, oh. I'm sure. I'm sure I reacted in the same way. There's, the thing is, there's so many funny things in this game that you kind of. It's tough to remember them all, actually. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Do you, I don't know if you want to go through any 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 just funny bits that happened in in it that you can. I've got a couple written down that I wanted to talk about. Let's hear yours. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, one second. I've got so many notes here that I wanted to <laughs> mention. Oh yeah, the Thunder Snail mini game. I, I was going to say Thunder Snail. <laughs> this is a great kind of. Um, send up of these kind of little mini games you get in RPGs. Basically there's um there's a little race between some snails and you can like sort of uh, encourage one along. And it's going really slow anyway and you're supposed to tap the button and the more you tap it the more it's, the faster it's supposed to get. But it actually just stops dead. And if you keep tapping it just bursts into flame. <laughs> and it's because you put out too much pressure on you it. Put too much pressure on it. <laughs> And then that's it. The game ends. I think you have to pay for to play it as well, don't you? I think you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah, it's just oh, that's brilliant. That's so funny. <laughs> and there's another one. At one at one point, I managed to get uh, a pot of instant noodles. Okay. Because you get um, food is your is your um, kind of health regenerating basically. So if you're in the middle of a battle and your health is low, you can go to your, your inventory and eat some food, and that will you know top up your health for a, a certain amount. And if you do it during a battle with the instant noodles, the whole battle stops, and this kind of this sequence of text would explain the whole process of like boiling the instant noodles, <laughs> and kind of waiting for it, and say they're still boiling. <laughs> and I don't. Think and it I takes about a full. That. I think yeah. I, I I don't can't remember where I picked them up, but it takes like a full minute, and then it just get eight health points at the end. <laughs> Oh, it's so great. Uh, yeah. Do, I like the little bit. There's a... Um, I can't remember what section of the game it's in. Um, there's a, a path between two different areas, and it's um, mm. there's like a river that blocks the way. Yeah. And there's a little bird that yeah. will carry yeah. you across. Yeah. And he picks you up and carries you across really slowly with this really sort of dramatic, enthusiastic yes. music plays. This sort of triumphant music plays. Yeah. And he's going like one <laughs> pixel a second or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's full of them. It really is. It's just like from like one little, little one-liners, you know. It's it's just it's, it's full of humor. It's you know, I I I, I can't see how you wouldn't like this game. To be honest, no, or anyone wouldn't like this game. It's just I think it's got even if you don't like RPGs because it's not really like a normal RPG, you know. And if you do like RPGs, you'll you'll really get like the the references and and what it's kind of you know making fun of, you know, in a, in a way. So yeah. It's just a great game. Yeah, it's brilliant. definitely. Mm. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I want to. <clears throat> yes, but I, I'm again. I'm worried about spoilers here because I want to know, like your uh, certain encounters, whether you had them. Yeah, we'll talk about it after the, <laughs> after the show. Um, okay. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, we could record that bit if you want and carry on. If anyone's played it, we could they could be involved in that as well. But I don't know. Cause we, previously, we, we talked about this with Ghost Trick. Yeah, it's the same um, thing, isn't it? And we didn't really want to do that because in case someone accidentally listens to it and we were going to ruin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think maybe the same applies here. I don't... Yeah, I think so. I, don't, it's not a, I think it's a game that people really need to to enjoy and I don't I wouldn't want to to spoil any of the sort of the, the big moments for them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um have you gone on and played Deltarune? No, I haven't, no. 
I will do. It's essential. Um, yeah. 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 yeah this is uh, this is his next game, basically, isn't it? It's a weird one. Yeah, it's his next game. Apparently, it's not a sequel or a prequel, mm. but it's. I don't know if it's set in the same world or the same universe, but a lot of the characters from um, Undertale appear again in Deltarune. Okay. But they're in kind. Of, they're, it's all like a. It's like a different kind of context. It's almost like an alternate universe, but oh right, okay. It's weird. Knowing knowing Toby Fox based on Undertale, every it's not going to be what it seems. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's obviously setting up for something, you know, something bigger. But it's it's yeah. a really good time, and there's lots of little tweaks and changes to the mechanics and the the formula of Undertale that. You know, I didn't realize need making, but then once he'd done them, it just feels so perfect. It's okay. yeah, I can't recommend it enough. So this is a chapter one that's out at the moment. That's Cha- it's, it's chapter free, one. isn't it? It's completely free. Um, yeah. How long is it? How long is it out of interest? Uh, it's only about a couple of hours. Okay. It's only about mm. two or three hours. Yeah. Um, you have to play Undertale before playing Deltarune. Don't just jump in on the, on Deltarune because it's free. Definitely play Undertale first. Yeah. Um but yeah, Deltarune is is essential. I can't wait to see what he does with the the game going forward. Yeah. It's, it's only about 10 pounds Undertale as well, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's cheap as chips. We met, yeah. We didn't met, yeah, yeah. And I got it for like 2 quid or something, which is crazy. Oh, still. Um yeah. So yeah, there's there's really no reason not to to play Undertale. I think they do me- I did men- did notice that they do mention Deltarune at Deltarune at one point in Undertale. They mentioned yes. the word Delta Rune. The Delta Rune is um, <clears throat> that sort of Triforce type symbol um, right. that pops up from time to time in the game. That that is the Delta Rune. Um, okay. So. Okay. So yeah, yeah, there's a link there. There's yeah, definitely but... a link. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Again, as well as playing this again, I'm going to play that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, can't. I don't. I, I think we're unanimous here. Can't recommend it enough. I think it's um. It's going to be the one to beat in the in the annual Podum Up Awards. I think it year, is. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I really think it is. It's going to be. It's going to take a lot to to beat that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's funny you mentioned Ghost Trick. It, it although they're completely different games, and yeah. you know they tackle things in a different way. I think the spirit of them and the the yeah the kind of atmosphere that I get from them that they they. They're very similar in my head in terms of their their attitude. I think yes, it is. When you try and analyze it, they really aren't that similar, but they are in a general sense in how you feel about playing them. It, how, the kind of emotions that yes. you get from playing them, both of them, I think, are quite very similar. Yeah, that's it. It's the emotions. It's the fact that you know you actually you you really care about these characters that you yeah. encounter. Yeah, and yeah. it's so inventive with the way it handles things and oh there's one thing that i think we should we should mention yeah that final boss oh god yeah i, I don't well, let's not go into it but oh, jesus christ <laughs> genuinely genuinely did a bit disturbing in there yeah it's it yeah i mean brace yourself for the final boss because it yeah. is it comes it, complete out of left field as well. It's yeah. like you're not expecting anything like that to happen, and then yeah. it comes across, and it's like, "What is this? How am I supposed to fight this?" Yeah, and it's terrifying, absolutely yeah. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you 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 messaged me um, on Twitter, you DM yeah. me, and said, "Oh, I'm at, at the final boss now, yeah. so we should be able to record soon." I was like, "He's." 
don't think you are, because you'd have yeah. mentioned something. Yeah. Like, the final boss. <laughs> I wouldn't have just said, I'm at the final boss, yeah. Yeah, and then it turns out I wasn't at the final boss. And then I was, and then I was, yeah. not Never sleep again. <laughs> not comfortable, yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, so there's so, yeah, that as well. <laughs> I, like you say, I think we're both in agreement. It's it's brilliant, and you should buy it. Yeah, tenner, tenner well spent. We didn't get any comments on this one, oddly. I thought we did. I did not. I how thought... popular the game is. I really thought we'd get a, a little bit of feedback on this. Oh, but, um... Weren't you in co- in conversation with some people about it? I said, yeah, I put out a few feelers, um, but yeah, no one's yeah. really come back to me with anything. Uh, so yeah, it's a shame. Probably too busy playing it. I expect so. Yeah, I mean, it, there's a, it does have a huge fan base. This, as, oh, it I, does, as yeah. I understand, it's funny because I hadn't really, I had heard of it a couple of times, but I wasn't really aware. That, you know much about the game at all and anything about its fan base really mm. before playing it and before you sort of talking about it so um yeah but they're out yeah it's it's very cult following to the game i think it's yeah. um very yeah. very passionate fan base yeah i don't think we mentioned what platforms it was on either uh, it's on pretty much everything it's um, on yeah every current thing so it's PS4, on ps4 xbox switch vita that's right and pc pc linux as well and os x yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, if you've got anything, you know, remotely current gen, then you'll be able to play it. Um, yeah. The PC version, you know, any PC will play it. I don't think you don't need a powerful PC or anything. So. It's, it's a very simple visually, visual game. I think you know, you'll be fine. Don't yeah. worry about that. Yeah. So, um, that brings us on to your choice for the next game we're going to play. Yeah, well, it's a very tough act to follow. Um, But I'm going for something pretty different, different genre anyway. Okay. Um, This this belongs to the 
the the underrated um, on rail shooter genre, and I don't mean okay. the the kind of Virtua Cop style. I mean the sort of Star Fox Panzer Dragoon style, which is a um, a genre that I've 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 really gotten well into in the last few years. Mm. Uh, this is uh, Sin and Punishment, the successor to the Skies for the Wii. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also called Star Successor in the, in America. Um, yeah, I bought this. I think about two or three years ago and I got really, really into it. And then um, for one reason or another, you know, Alice was born, stuff like that, you know, little things like that um, kind of stopped me from getting in, stopped me from playing more of it. But I really, really liked it. And I re- I, ever since then, I've been meaning to get back to it. So this is a perfect opportunity to do so. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's um, it's on the Wii. So it uses the, uh, the old motion controls to point where you're shooting, mm-hmm. which I think works really well. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I really want to finish it. So yeah, yeah that's going to be my pick for next month's Sin and Punishment. Sounds good. Successor um, of the I won't spoil my thoughts on it, but uh, I'm looking forward to playing this one as well. So um, okay. I think that's you, a really good choice. Do you have it? Yes. You to acquire it. Ah, excellent. Okay, it's not an expensive game. I think I've got it for about seven quid or something. Oh yeah, it's 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 really cheap. Um, yeah, it's well worth picking up. Well, I, again, I'm spoiling my hand, but yeah, um, I think but it'll be a good episode. I think that's going to be yeah, really good yeah. fun to revisit. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Okay, our first Wii game. Yeah, it's our first yeah. Wii game, yeah. 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 Oh, that's quite surprising, actually, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Excellent. Right, okay, well, let's uh, draw the show to a close then. Um, yeah. Oh, do you want to tell everyone about the new exclusive website? Da 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 da! Podemup.net is our new website. That's I amazing. finally finished off theming it. Um, yeah, it's just got all the episodes on it, basically. Yeah, it's got all the episodes on. Um, It's just a good good little central hub. Yeah, I want to do some things with it, you know, um, I don't know what, but some nice nice stuff. We could put stuff on, you know, while we're playing, maybe some, I don't know, videos of the games or stuff. You know. I was going to say we could do little videos, little um, little blog posts, uh, any sort of thoughts yeah. or ramblings or stuff. We could do all sorts of stuff with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a nice sort of central hub because we kind of have um, one with our host Libsyn that's kind of there, and we can, I, I, we link to it on Twitter. But this is kind of a nice, more sort of themed one for us that we can do more with. Um, so yeah, yeah. You can, um, I want to be able to sort of browse the episodes by kind of you know platform and genre as well that we cover mm. in the book club um so yeah that kind of thing pretty yeah. good we might we could put a little thing on there where people can suggest book club picks as well can't we? yeah 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 absolutely yeah yeah we haven't yeah. had any suggestions yet but I'm, no we haven't no yeah but, um, if you have one if you if there's anything you're, you're dying for us to play please do get in touch you know leave yeah, it on the definitely. website somewhere there's comments all over the place so you can do that or you can email us uh podum up at gmail.com yeah or twitter at podum up that's right that's the one um, yeah, that um, ties everything up, really, I think. It does. Ties it up in a neat little box. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we shall see you again this time next month, give or take a week or yeah. two. I don't know. We don't have a, a set schedule. It's fine. Podcasts it's fine. will download automatically. We're, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll pop in probably at the, towards the end of the month, I expect. Yeah. Um, usually the plan. Yeah. Okay. Um, I hope you have a nice day and take care and goodbye. Goodbye.